Good day, folks. Good day. Welcome to Insight and Instruction. I am your host, Sherry Fleming. Thank you again for joining me. I'm so excited today. We are discussing discipline and leadership. Discipline is a topic that comes up a lot um, in various areas of your lives um, or various areas of our lives, but I want to talk about it in in relation to leadership and um, because it takes a leader to be an entrepreneur. So I started developing these sayings. I call them business beatitudes um, because they're just life principles, but life principles that translate also to the business uh, sector. And so one business beatitude uh, that I have is that success is the result of discipline, truthfulness, good judgment, and proper execution. Success is the result of discipline, truthfulness, good judgment, and proper execution. And so today I'm just going to deal with discipline. I guess each of these can be their own um, podcast. Uh, Maybe I'll do a a series on success. I'm not sure, but I do want to definitely talk about discipline. And so what is it? Discipline is both a noun and a verb. Yes, I am um, an academic. (laughs) I am a professor. And so I cannot uh, do much without uh, starting with vocabulary. Always have to start with vocabulary. So discipline as a noun is restraint exercise over one's own impulses, emotions, or desires. Restraint exercise over your own impulses, emotions, or desires. And as a verb, an action word, (laughs) it is to train or develop by instruction and exercise. So as a verb, discipline is to train and or develop by instruction, by teaching, but then also exercise. You actually have to do it. So you actually have to know what your impulses, emotions, and desires are that can lead um, to excess or you not, um, I guess, you going off the rails. And in addition to knowing what those things are, you have to train and develop yourself to to be restrained and doing it. And so the lack of discipline, not having discipline, not having self-control, self-control and discipline are often used interchangeably. Um, some people prefer one word of, over the other, but they, they can sometimes, but not always use in, interchangeably. But the lack of self-control uh, or discipline will lead to your dissolution, will lead to your destruction. And in the terms of business, your dissolution, meaning the uh, dissolving of your business, the ending of your business. Okay. And so why did I want to teach discipline? We're in the middle of COVID-19. We've been here for some months. Uh, By the time we get to 2021, I would have been at home, not just at home, because I always work at home, outside of teaching a class, but I would have, by, by the time we get to 2021, it'll be nine full months, 
that I that I would have been or that I will be at home and not only at home, but working, running my businesses as I normally do, teaching virtually and at home with my children while they're doing their virtual education. Um, and so it, it's I'm anticipating that it won't be a lot. Um, but one of the things that I keep driving home, particularly to myself and to my children to, to get them into a place where they are disciplined. Because when you're a discipline, it makes your life so much easier. One of the big complaints that um, I keep hearing as if something is going to miraculously change over the course of the next weeks or months, and somehow there's this belief that we're going to somehow go back to the way we once were. Not in this year, not in 2020. At least I know that to be true for me. Um, And I don't know what the beginning of 2021 is going to look like either. But the thing that I keep hearing from a lot of people who are now working at home, I I have the advantage of having been working at home. I've been home for five years uh, working at home. So I had to develop this really early on. But I'm hearing a lot of people First, they were ex- nervous about COVID um, being in the environment and what that would mean for their jobs and their employment. Just really anxious about the unknown um, when we first um, got to the point where we were were staying at home. Then, after things seemed to settle um, just a little bit in whatever version of settlement you, you want to call it, I began to hear a lot of complaints from people who were, uh, thankfully still employed, but a lot of complaints about, um, not being able to go outside and, um, you know, wanting to go to work and not wanting to work at home and home, not being comfortable and not having a separation. Now, these are the same people, by the way, that once complained of having to get up early in the morning, having to commute, not having time to, you know, exercise or cook breakfast and not having time, you know, to themselves because of the commute to work. And the fact of the matter is there is always going to be room for complaint. There's always going to be room um, for disagreement. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. I learned that a long time ago. That's why I really always try to take a position of gratefulness and thanksgiving. No matter what it is, I try to see how I can and why I should be grateful because it just changes my disposition and changes the way that I go through it if it's a problem. And I go through it saying that this is for my good and I'm thankful for it. It feels like less of a problem. That doesn't mean it's less of a problem. It just makes it easier to get through that particular time. And so I've developed that habit. And so it it becomes difficult for me now because <laughs> I used to be a very terrible complainer. It becomes difficult for me now to hear complaints when at the beginning of COVID, this was the answer to a lot for a lot of people personally in my life. COVID was the answer. They were not sick, thankfully. And so they were now forced to be at home. They were giving a, a given a time off, a time to rest, a time to break away from the old thing, um, a time to shift. And then when the time was in a space where it was longer than what they anticipated or what they had accounted for, that's where the complaint 
begin to come in. You're still employed. All you have to do is walk in another room and start working. But there was a complaint of, I'm tired of being in the house. I'm tired of looking at a screen. Um, I'm tired of Zoom calls. I'm tired of, you know, having to, to, to get dressed and fix my face just to look at a computer and I'm not in front of people. And my takeaway from that was, for, and I said this to everyone, one, be thankful, two, exercise discipline. We are going to be in this for a little while. And so if you want it to go a little smoother <laughs> uh, than it can, um, then you need to exercise a little discipline. And so um, we had a time where, you know, we began to sleep in late and, um, you know, wake up and, you know, set our schedule just as long as the work done, everything was good. So sleep until noon, get your work done, eat dinner at eight o'clock in the, in the evening. We, we had our time for that. But now that we are in the long run of this, we need to be disciplined to make sure that we are successful. Remember, success is the result of discipline, truthfulness, good judgment, and proper execution. And so now is the time for us to begin to train ourselves on how to show restraint over our impulses, our emotions, and our desires. Yes, it is our desire um, to, to be restful and to sleep in. However, if you are now self-employed or managing someone else's stuff, that's even more critical. If you are in charge of managing what doesn't belong to you, if you work for someone, now is the time for you to make sure that you are resting at night, waking up early, getting yourself together as if you have something to do. Just because you do not leave the house do not does not mean that you do not have anything to do. You have something to do and you need to show up with full mind, full face, because you don't always have to do a video off Zoom call. You can turn your video on. If you get up as you normally would, you don't have to, to, to fully get dressed. I mean, if you want to, you can. I haven't. Um, I have my at-home workout, workout, at-home work attire. Um, my at-home work attire looks very professional, <laughs> very professional and is very comfortable. And so you don't have to wear a button up. You don't have to look the way that you would look if you were leaving the home, but you still can look appropriate and together and be prepared for the long haul, haul disciplining yourself. Because at the end of the day, it is your desire to be successful. And so I can't speak to you as if I've always been the most disciplined person. I am speaking to you from um, the perspective of someone who hasn't always been disciplined, but has learned discipline, um, particularly in managing my time. And so I, because I'm not disciplined in other areas, I already talked about how I'm not uh, one for exercise. So I'm disciplined in business and in leadership, but some other areas. It, so <laughs> discipline is not universal. <laughs> it's a, I am not disciplined in every area of my life. And that's why this particular topic is uh, just 
segmented to be a discipline and being a leader. Okay. I learned discipline, particularly of my time, because that's what we're really talking about here. When we're talking about discipline and leadership, we're talking about discipline of your time. How, how, when you have no one to set your schedule, how do you set your schedule for yourself? How do you utilize your time to get the maximum um, out of yourself And so that was something that um, I didn't always know. I am naturally, my natural inclination is to be a night person. I can stay up all night, two, three, four, you know, four o'clock in the morning when it's quiet. That is a great time for me. The problem is it's not the, my mind is not always the clearest. And so Even though my body is up and awake and my body wants to clean the entire house, my mind is not always the clearest. My mind is the clearest in the morning. Well, the problem is I don't like to wake up in the morning. So I had to discipline myself, discipline my body to conform with what my mind, uh, the way my mind works. And so I had to learn and literally train myself to wake up at a particular time every day without regard to what was going on and to develop a routine that worked for both me and my children so that we could be on track uh, with accomplishing whatever it is that we were to accomplish for that day. I learned that being self-employed, being at home when my children attended school, we had to re- Uh, evaluate our schedule now that they're learning from home and they're engaged in virtual education. I had to reevaluate my schedule. I have to wake up a little bit earlier to get work done and to get things accomplished because I can't get as much work done during a work day because I have to poke my head in and out of their space to ensure that they're actually doing their schoolwork. So I had to reevaluate my time, reevaluate my schedule. Um, and that is what a leader does. You have to learn to ebb and flow with the changes, particularly changes that you cannot control. But my greatest teacher and teaching me how to be disciplined is my husband. I actually, I've had the benefit of watching him for nearly, gosh, has it been 20 years? We've been married for 13. It's been nearly 20 years since I've known this dude. Wow, that's strange. (laughs) And so I've had the benefit of really watching him for 20 years. And if there is a picture of consistency He is the picture of consistency. When he sets his mind to something, discipline kicks in to achieve that goal like no other. And I've watched him in do different things. He wakes up at the crack of dawn because that's what he was trained to do uh, as a child. His his father is... um, retired Navy. And so he's just always been trained to wake up early. He is the epitome of an early bird. We are opposite in that. Um, so he wakes up early and he just does whatever he, he has the inability to, to be still early. That is his prime time. And so I've watched the way in which he's used his time, over the course of time. And so he has the ability to go to work whenever he wants to. He goes to work at 4 a.m. in the morning. 
He goes to work at 4 a.m. in the morning. He works 10-hour days, sometimes longer, and he's home by the end of the school day, by dinner. It's not as if he's missed, um, as if we don't see him. Um, He's home. And on top of that, he manages to go to the gym two hours a day in that. And he doesn't, it's not time taken away from the family. It's not time taken away from me. It's not time taken away from the kids. He has disciplined himself and his use of time to make what he wants to happen, happen. And so he goes to work, he goes to the gym, and then on some days he had the audacity to pick up a part-time job, not because he needs to, but because he wants to. Um, because um, quite frankly, we got to a point where I think he was just like, my, my time is idle. And I don't want I don't want my time to be idle. I want to utilize my time to my fullest capacity. So what can I do that is beneficial to me, has somewhat a benefit to my family to take up the time? And so he is the most disciplined. Anyone who knows him, the way that he works out, he he has, um, you know, 40. He knocked on 40's door and crossed that threshold. And he's just like, look, I got to be in shape discipline. Um, And I see how it first starts in his mind with a decision that has been made. And then the execution, the follow-up, the consistent exercise in um, in making sure that that decision, that thought is followed through. I have seen many people exercise uh, discipline differently. He is the one that I can point to in my life who has always been the most consistent in it. The other people that I look to, um, is, and I'm not even like a sports fanatic, but I look at the Michael Jordans of the world, the Kobe Bryants of the world, even the LeBrons, the Serena Williams. If you watch any of their documentaries, um, athletes have to be disciplined have to be disciplined um, for their sport. And while I am probably one of the most physically challenged, well, not physically challenged, athletically challenged people on this planet, I love to take those same concepts and apply that athleticism to the way that I do business. I take that same training, that same fire, that same passion, that same understanding of what it takes to build muscle. I build mental muscle and I apply that to my business. And so I've learned that uh, if it's seven o'clock and I'm not 7 a.m. and I'm not up and moving, it is because I decided to take the day off or I decided to take the half of day off because rest is essential uh, and I am just as disciplined as my rest as I am my work. I have, you know, I made the decision to to wake up and to, to not be moving um, after that time. Or maybe it's a Saturday. Maybe it's a Saturday. But during the work week, by 7 a.m., I am up and my day has started and I am moving and I am I am doing something. I also know I also have and know to have the discipline to shut down. A lot of the times um, entrepreneurs, when we think of discipline, it's like work, 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 become a busy bee, become um, a factory to produce. But 
you have to be disciplined, just as disciplined in your turn down and your shut down as you are in um, accomplishing that goal or or your build up. So if I'm up and moving by seven o'clock, I already know that I am going to be shut down by three thirty, four o'clock. And when I say shut down, a little shut down. I turn my computer off. My iPad, if I'm looking at it, it's because I want to be on social media. It's because I want to, you know, look at something or research something. But for the most part, work is shut down um, at, a, at a particular time for me because, and, I, and I've had to discipline myself to do that in the same way that you would, you know, discipline yourself to, to, to produce that because you will burn yourself out. You will burn yourself out if you, if you don't stop. And so, And I want to be clear, when speaking about discipline, we often talk about being ultra productive, but it takes the same level of discipline to rest. It takes the same level of discipline to turn off. It takes the same level of discipline to say no. It takes the same level of discipline to reject what may seem like an opportunity that appears at a time that you have opted to rest. It takes discipline to not look at your email. It takes discipline to not look at your social media. It takes discipline to spend time with your children. It takes discipline to turn your mind off from work and to sit down with with your family and have a meal and engage them. All of that takes the same type of discipline. And so if you are going to be a leader and if you are going to be in charge, this could be in the form of being an entrepreneur. This could be in a form of middle to high level management at, um, at someone else's, at a, at a corporation or someone else's business establishment. If you are in charge, you have to be trained to take over and to overrule your impulses, your emotions, and your desires. If you are managing other people, it takes discipline to not scream at or cuss out your employees. It takes discipline to not scream at or cuss out your boss. It takes discipline to be humble. It takes discipline to exercise humility even when you have the complete right to boast and be proud in everything that you've done and accomplished, it takes discipline, training to say thank you and keep it pushing. And so I think I'm going to come back to this topic um, again. I'm not sure when. I feel like this is a topic that... uh, can be dealt with in a lot of different ways. But all in all, again, I want you to be disciplined in your leadership. I want you to be disciplined in your business. I want your business to grow um, and it's not going to grow if you are not disciplined, if you are not controlling your impulses, your emotions, and your desires. When you create a business plan and you create a strategic plan, that's the plan that you created, you stick with it. 
You, if you have impulses, emotions and desires or really impulses and desires that require you or or, uh, push you to change the plan, change it in accordance with its ultimate goal. If those impulses or desires are not in accordance with that current plan, you need to add an addendum and make make those uh, those things that you desire come forth later. But it takes discipline to stick with the plan that you've created, uh, knowing that that plan was created to bring about a certain result. So I hope um, that you were able to take something from um, this podcast again. I think I'm going to come back and talk about discipline again. I'm, I'm just not sure. But again, remember, success is the result of discipline, truthfulness, good judgment, and proper as uh, execution. And we've only dealt with one <laughs> and that is discipline. So I hope that you are great. Uh, thank you for listening. If there is any particular topic that you want me to cover, please feel free to go to my website, www.sherryfleming.com. Um, send me a message. You can also email info at sherryfleming.com to send me a message. And hopefully I'll be able to cover all the topics that you desire. I look forward to you having a successful business, an amazing day, and an amazing week. Talk to you soon.